Hey friends, welcome to episode 178 of the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm so grateful that you're here. In today's episode, I'm going to be going deep into a coaching episode with Emily Nichols where we dig into brand expansion and what the heck to do when you want to pivot how you can make some passive income off of a brand new brand, and ideas for monetizing her existing podcast. If you are a podcaster looking to make some more passive profit, if you are kind of sitting with a brand that you're not sure is exactly right, and you're questioning if pivoting would be the right move or how to get more niche into your demographic, this is the coaching episode for you. Grab that second cup of joe. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Quick reminder, girlfriend, if you are wanting help to clarify your brand, if you need some guidance on getting specific on your avatar, your niche, if you want me to help you map out your four tiers of brand creation, including the title of your brand, the tagline, the description, if you need some help figuring out what your online course is going to be and creating that course together, hi, it's me. I'm a coach. Hey, girl, I'm here for you. Let's grab a coaching session so that I can help you get over the roadblocks that are keeping you from your own greatest potential, from your biggest breakthroughs, from your greatest, most exciting year yet. Please email us at support at stephaniegass.com and we'll get your coaching session on the books. Start me off by sharing with me, like, what's the goal for today, Emily? What would you be like? Okay, we got this stuff done. I'm so happy. So I kind of feel like I'm at a place in my business where I need to transition a bit, but I feel kind of lost as far as that transition, as far as which direction to go. I feel like I'm kind of confusing my audience a little bit right now because I'm confused just to get a little bit more clarity on which road I'm going to go down and what that will look like. Because I have a lot of ideas that I need to narrow down just so everyone is on the same page. Okay. Is that the main thing? Yeah, that's the main thing. I mean, obviously, I have some ideas as far as some online courses and where to take my podcast as far as like tangible goals with that, obviously monetizing that a bit more and having a steady state of income coming in every month from these courses that I'm going to be creating. So the reason I feel like I need a little bit more clarity, so kind of starting from the beginning. So I am a Whole30 certified coach. If you've ever heard of Whole30, it's kind of an exclusive coaching um, certification that I got about a year and a half ago. It's something I'm very, very passionate about. And I've been in the health and fitness industry for over three years. I'm a fitness instructor as well. But Whole30 kind of helped me change my life. And I was like, wow, I want to be a coach. So I became a coach. And after helping people and kind of just looking at my own journey, I was like, man, Whole30 really helped me 
find my own version of self-care, there's got to be a way I can help inspire other women to take care of themselves first and find their own version of self-care. So this past August, for like the past year before that, I just kept feeling called to start a podcast because that's my favorite way to get my own personal development. I'm always sending a podcast recommendation to people. I'm like, well, I should just do my own and recommend people listen to mine. Yeah, right. (laughs) So I really felt just called to do that. So now I feel like I want to take it more as being like a self-care coach, but having Whole30 as an arm of that because Whole30 is something very, very specific, which I think is great. But I feel like I can reach a broader audience being a self-care coach and just having Whole30 as like an arm of that. One of my mentors, I don't know if you've ever followed or heard of of Danica Breisha online, but she kind of has a similar story and she's more of like a self-care coach and just has some whole 30 coaching opportunities a couple of times throughout the year when it makes sense. And for me, I'm like that I feel like would be more profitable and makes a lot more sense and be less confusing for my audience. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Where do you feel like the struggles coming in? Cause it sounds like you're like, I know I want to do this thing. Where are you having that hard, like, is it how it looks or is it the transition vocalizing it to the audience? Or are you still stuck on, do I fully transition into the self-care coach? Where are you kind of finding yourself stuck? Yeah. I feel like I'm stuck as far as fully transitioning to the self-care coach or whatnot. I feel like my audience would be like, that makes total sense. You know, that's what you talk about online anyways, and the podcast. I also don't want to lose that whole 30 part of me for a couple of reasons, because it's a great way to make money a couple of times a year and host some groups as part of like a self-care coaching thing. But also it's a national program. I get a lot of exposure by being a whole 30 certified coach and having that tie back to whole 30 HQ as well. Okay. So then I guess my question is, why does it have to be a full transition, Emily? Does it have to be like this hard set in stone? Guys, by the way, like I'm fully transitioning to this self-care coach and Whole30 kind of fits in sometimes. Why can't it just be, you know, you guys know I'm obsessed with Whole30. I love fitness. I went through this transition of where I recognized that Whole30 was a form of self-care. So now what I'm doing is I'm expanding on the whole 30 mentality for you guys. And we're now adding in um, beep, beep, and beep, which we should come up with the specifics of what does that picture look like and say, so now we have an entire umbrella of how you can blossom and, you know, have the full picture of self-care or all the components of it. Like instead of cutting self whole 30, why not build on whole 30 so that they look at it as this puzzle where there's like four pieces to the puzzle and whole 30 is one of the pieces. Absolutely. So when I started my coaching business, I made like this tagline being my coach, I lead you through my eat, move, love coaching philosophy, where we start with whole 30. And then since it rippled into this other areas of my life of self-care, we talk about moving your body. We talk about personal development and I kind of coined it like, my eat, move, love coaching philosophy. But I feel like there could be a few more layers to that to build out more of a self-care coaching program. Yeah. So let's talk about that then, because I think it helps you have direction when you have so much clarity on what is our promise that we want to provide somebody. Then we can talk about what are the funnels that feed that promise that feel really right for you. Okay. So if we were looking at your podcast, So the self-care isn't selfish. Somebody comes to you and they're like, okay, I want a self-care 
session with you. What would that mean for you? And what is the tangible? Cause this is where we have trouble with self-care mm-hmm. and self-love and all of those is yeah. that what's my tangible result. Okay. Talk me through that. So my whole thing is, okay. So as far as something tangible, like if I was to do like a one-off with a client, be like, we are going to leave this conversation and we are going to make a tangible self-care checklist for you to get started today. Kind of basing that off questions of places they feel like they needed a little bit more help in, whether it would be food or movement or making friends or all these different areas of self-care and kind of giving them a checklist of things they could do every day to move them into their own self-care routine. That word specifically helps me where you say, so I help blank create a simple, sustainable self-care routine. Mm -hmm. To me, that's like, oh, that's something I walk away with. I meet with you and I get a routine that I can now implement on my own. Mm -hmm. So a self-care routine would be something sellable, Emily, for sure. I'm like a routine, a checklist, because when I do any type of public speaking, like right now, my whole thing is like at the end, I have them pull out a piece of paper and I'm like, write three things you could do tomorrow for your own self-care checklist that will take less than five minutes. It could be, I'm going to get up and stretch. I'm going to get up and read. I'm going to drink water. It means something basic to give them some baby steps into crafting a more substantial self-care routine. I love that. And two, you could build on how a routine starts to lock in those habits and then habits become something that's automatic for self-care. Like I don't think about going to the gym anymore. I don't think about the steam room anymore because it's ingrained into my habits. Mm. So that's something you can build on too is like, cause anybody could say, here's a checklist, but maybe what you can do to expound upon that and like take your clients through a larger system would be how do we then put in the accountability, Emily, of taking them from the checklist to the routine, to the habits. Mm. So there's this three-tier system of self-care to get them to go do it without thinking about it. Self-care is ingrained in who you are. Yes. So to me, that's where you can maybe add that higher level of coaching. Okay. So then let's talk about the components of that routine. Okay. So because when we say, what are the components of this full self-care picture for her? Now, you know, the categories of your podcast you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the modules of your course you're going to sell. Now, you know, like it all will fit in so beautifully when you have clarity on what makes up that perfect routine. So can we get to like four or five components of your best freaking self-care? Like you are rocking. Yeah. So, you know, obviously I always start with food, like how are they eating and fueling their body? I always talk about some type of movement, talking about some type of mindfulness, whether it would be prayer or meditation. Those are always my top three and stuff I already coach now, like within my whole 30 groups. Perfect. As far as some other modules and just thinking about the guests I've brought on my shows, I mean, I could go a few different directions. I could talk about how to make friends, plugging into community and thinking even about people's finances. How are you taking care of your finances? I mean, there's a lot of different directions I could go with it. I love the community one, maybe as like that fourth bonus. I think once you start getting into finance, it's kind of self-care, but then it's like a whole my favorite anyways. (laughs) Yeah. I love though the community friend piece. And then in mindfulness, I'm sure that this is where you're going with that. But like, I've been on this huge kick of like finding your peace as Trent Shelton says, you know, it's like 
taking hours with no social media, like that component of like detoxing, I guess, from the world. So that could probably fit into your mindfulness, but that's for me, such a huge one. Yeah. Okay. So let's roll with those four. Okay. So if you have these four categories, then I think what you just freaking embody is like, what's up? Like I'm Emily Nichols. I am a self care coach. So see, how does this feel? I help women customize or create, not sure, simple, sustainable self-care routines. Mm, I like that. I like all the S's. Um, I help women create. So I don't know if customize or create. I was thinking if you said customize, that's a whole nother level of your coaching. Yeah. Kind of embedded in there. Simple, sustainable self-care routines. And then the beauty of that is how Mm. through food and health mentorship, movement, mindfulness, coaching, and community and friendship building. So like, this is how, so who it's women and we can get more niche there if we want, but do what create simple, sustainable healthcare routines, how those four things. And now those four things now have wings. Yes. So these four things, if we're looking at how that would flow and how that would be monetized, obviously the food, health and movement one is all monetized by your whole 30 coaching. Mm-hmm. So yeah. any episode where you're doing food, health, movement, physical, swap this for that, or explaining whole 30, talking about how food is energy, how food is a form of love and all of these things. You're like, by the way, guys, did you know I'm a whole 30 coach? My mm-hmm. next thing is going to pop off on whatever, August 1st. And even if you're only doing two whole 30 programs a year, yeah, whatever I I want to do. Okay. So you can pick, okay, obviously January is a great time. And then maybe like August is another great time or whatever. You can promote, promote, promote it and have waiting lists in between Mm -hmm. or funnel people into a group in the meantime, and then launch for a month before each group. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take people all the time, but you should be filling in those programs because these women need that. And they're looking for, well, if you're teaching me food and health, give me the program. That's how I would run that piece. I wouldn't get rid of Whole30. I wouldn't even say anything about it other than this is how the picture looks, you guys. This is how Whole30 fits in. I'm going to be running two programs a year. You guys can get on the wait list for the one in July or August. And you've got yeah. like maybe a funnel system for that. I don't yeah. know if you want to talk and it feels, about that. It feels more exclusive that way because I'm, I'm doing a group right now. They're finishing up. And then I was going to do another one in September because that's when like Whole30 HQ does their big Oh, perfect. So it it lines up really perfectly. This past year, I tried to create like an evergreen Whole30 product where it's just like a $50 course. And I just kind of take them through Whole30 whenever they want. I'm just their virtual coach. And it's done just okay. And I felt like maybe it was just too... People were like, they wanted the higher level accountability versus just getting a weekly video and daily email from me through their Whole30. Are you still promoting that at all? Like, is it still something you're pushing? It's something I'm going to be pushing more of. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I think that's still something great for you Mm -hmm. to use in these episodes, Emily, that have to do with the food health movement, all of that. Guys, two options for you. I've got a mini course. You want to do this thing virtual? I have that option. If you want to do the group program with us, get on the waiting list. Mm -hmm. Or do you want to add private coaching? I don't know if that's something you want to add in. But it can be that's your, yeah, that's something I do private coaching group 
or the evergreen mini course. Okay. So, so really there's something for everyone mm-hmm. and the course is no time off your back. And you were saying like, Oh, I don't know if it's enough, but remember that whoever's starting that program, Emily, they're at square one. So what may not right. seem like enough to you is probably enough for the beginner to yeah. ease in and go, I loved this. I'm getting it, but I need more. I'm going to go pre-register for her next group program. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because I actually have someone in my group right now. She did the mini course last year and then she registered for the group because she was like, I loved it so much. And I just wanted to be connected to you more is what she said. And I was just like, can I just get more people like that? Exactly. And in your course, make sure that your last module is ready for more. Here's how you guys work with me at a higher capacity. You can register for the next group coaching here and you've got your little landing page for that or email me for the latest coaching menu. So right inside the course is the upsell. Gotcha. So I think that's monetizing the food and health portion of it. Do you have any other questions on that piece of it or like how I would say certain things or capturing leads from that or? Not necessarily. Like I said, it's so niche with Whole30. I think I was confusing myself more so than when I'm confusing my audience. Cause I was like, do I just get rid of whole 30? But like you said, I'm still, I talk about food a lot and I always am dropping little nuggets about whole 30 or stuff I love in regards to food. So it still makes sense. And I like the idea of getting a wait list and having it more exclusive to do like higher level whole 30 coaching experience with me. Yeah. If you feel strange about, I feel like I'm all over the place. Do they know what I'm doing and who I am? Like record an episode, Emily, where you're like, Hey everybody, you know, I've been feeling like a little unclear about how I want to serve you. So I met with a coach. I am so clear. Here's what you can expect going forward. We've got four categories. We're going to learn in every single month, blah, 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 blah. I love that. I'm offering you this type of coaching. I've got this resource for you. So I wanted you guys to be on the same page with me because like open communication with my audience then it opens up the door too for them to message me. Cause I'll say, what do you guys want in the food and health category? What can I teach you? What do you guys want in the mindfulness category? Which experts would fit in that you guys want to recommend? And so once they feel like they are part of the journey and part of the changes, they're so ingrained, like they'll never leave. And they, right. they trust you more too. Cause they see, Oh, you're a real person. And you're also feeling like, I don't know. I just love being vulnerable with my audience and it always pays off. Right. I love that. So then the next category is mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess let's talk about your ideas for course. Where I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Cause you're like, yeah, which one? <laughs> exactly. No. Cause like what like I said with my whole 30 coaching, everything falls under that umbrella so much already. But I feel like if I was to do like a self-care checklist coach, coaching program. Like this is like my big program where you get more exclusive nitty gritty, personalized self-care coaching. I feel like that would be a lot more profitable than what I'm doing now, which is whole 30. Okay. So here's my next question. Do you have enough market research to know for sure what this woman needs and wants from you at this point? I don't think I do. Okay. So then step one, I think Emily would be Offer private self-care coaching Mm -hmm. at a price where you're like, this feels really good to me. Like I can make this amount anywhere else, but it's affordable enough to where you're going to get enough women through the door to do the research and create 
a whole bunch of these customized self-care routines with her, you're going to start hearing the same Mm -hmm. question over and over, the same setback, the same mindset shift needs to happen, the same problem that's going on. And when you start to hear the same thing over and over again, that's when you know, and when you're answering it in the same way, I have a, I'm seeing a system be born. I'm answering this, this woman in the same, like I'm giving her the same 10 steps every call. Mm-hmm. That's my 10 step formula, right? Mm-hmm. That's when you package that up. And when the next person comes to hire you, you go, I think I know what you're struggling with. Is it these 10 issues? Cause I have a course <laughs> that I just put together for this so that I can save you money. Right. That gives me so much more clarity right there. Cause in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to drop a course. I'm going to do this. Like when I launched my whole 30 coaching business, I did like a beta group, like a group of people. I mean, I put them in there super cheap and they gave me a lot of great testimonials and feedback. And then I reworked the course just according to what they told me. But I like the idea of doing private coaching first and then going into course creation. And then it's like, you don't waste any time because yes. you know, cause mm-hmm. I've created so many courses thinking this is what they need. And none of them blew up until it was the one that I kept getting hired for over and over hearing. I'm answering the same thing, the same way, the same thing. And I've three months of it, four months of it. I was like, we're done with this call. Cause I'm doing this. It's the same stuff. And that's when, you know, it's demand. You know how to answer it. Cause you've talked to enough of these women you know the format you've given them the answers in. You've got social proof it's working. And then you know you have a winner course. Because courses take time and energy and oh my gosh. they're a lot. And so it's like, I don't just want to create something and hope it sticks. Yeah. It's great when it's done being created though. It's amazing. Oh, and then you can go in and just update and tweak. And your topic is so perfect because you don't have anything you're going to have to go in there and update all the time. Right. It's not online marketing. It's not Instagram. I'm like, praise, praise, because you're going <laughs> to create it and be done. Based on the clients you're getting in, Emily, I mean, 15 people before you're like, okay, this feels good. I'm starting to really gain this clarity. Mm-hmm. Even 10, you're going to have a lot of clarity. Yeah. So yeah. it may not be a long time. It's <laughs> just getting enough women through that door. So you decide what's that price point to get these 10 women through the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just do like 10 of them, set up an hour Zoom, wham, bam, we're done. Exactly. And then take them through your formula so you'll know, okay, we're going through these four categories Mm -hmm. and create like this outline or this system that you really want to take her through live. And I think the deliverable from you is this customized self-care routine. Mm -hmm. It's just so much, it's tangible to me in an area that's untangible, which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So- Light bulb just went ding. Makes so much sense. What other questions do you have on coaching? Do you have any questions on coaching, like how that works or any of the better? No, I feel like that's something it's very ingrained in me. And I love having one-on-one conversations with women and helping to coach them and encourage them. But, you know, once I launched the podcast in August, I was like, man, this is even better. I love what I'm doing. I'm loving these conversations. And, you know, I have some affiliates that I work with um, where I just share like, you know, my discount code and stuff and get a cut off at that. But I'm really looking to take the podcast to the next level and monetize it more and really, you know, being able to offer these private coaching options and eventually another course. But I'm kind of looking for your opinion on how to monetize it more and 
make some money off of that as well, because I feel like that's something that really, I don't know, it speaks to my soul when I do the podcast. I love it so very much. And, you know, I was just saying on my stories yesterday, I don't do it for me. I do it for them. And I really just hope it's inspiring them. I hope they're feeling that. But I also want to make money off what I'm doing too. Oh my gosh. And you should be. Yeah. Because the people listening to your show, they already like, know, and trust you. And so it's almost, I feel like it's almost a disservice for you not to give them. Well, what's the next implementation solution for you? So how are you monetizing it today? Other than, is it just affiliate? Just affiliates. That's all I'm doing right now. Just with certain companies, mainly Whole30 companies that um, I'm able to offer a discount code and get a cut back from that. So you're always going to make more money, Emily, if it's yours, right? If it's your product service, affiliates fine once in a while. And especially when we have a hundred thousand millions of people, then it starts to compound. But if you have something that's yours, which you already do, that needs to be your push because that's 80% profit margin on that course. If not more, even your whole 30 programs are a ton of profit margin, which is amazing. And now these self-care sessions, coaching is my most profitable, like that and my course, once you have your signature course, that's going to be not expensive, but it's going to be enough to like, oh, wow, this makes an impact every time I sell one. You know, the dream is like for me to have 70% passive coming in from courses and then 30% coaching with people I truly want to coach. So that would be the goal for you because you have a similar model of service. So I would start today and anytime you have a food, health, or movement, and I would think of your podcast in a tier of three. Okay. So Mm -hmm. you've got this food, health, movement segment. You've got mindfulness slash prayer or peace or quiet your phone and let it all that is in the middle, the mindful. And then this community friendship slash maybe coaching live on the air in that third pocket. So if you did an episode in every other one, people know what to expect. You're going in order. When you do food, health, and movement, immediately right in that next episode you do, you're monetizing with that course, right? So Hey guys, today we're talking about how food is a form of self-love or a form of self-hate. How can we rewrite the food story in our minds? And you're going through your podcast episode and then right in the middle, it's like, beep, beep. Okay, real quick, I had to pop in because if you're loving this episode, did you know I have a food solution that's worked for me and dozens of other women just like you? It's so easy. It's nutritious. It's healthy. It's whole 30 And I've got a simple starter course for you. It's extremely affordable. It's going to reset the way you think about food, help you get healthy, lose some weight, blah, 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 blah. Head over to da, 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 and grab it for this introductory price, right? So you can monetize using your course, which is super affordable. You can sell it any time of the year. Then in your course, the last module is, did you love this? You ready for more? I offer group coaching, get on the wait list or whole 30 private coaching. Here's how you get in touch with me. So it's almost like a sales funnel for people Mm, within the course, right there within the course. So I would then go the next time and talk about your whole 30 group coaching program, get on the wait list here because you want them to know you have both options. So I would talk about both. And in every episode, Emily, I'm giving them every single episode, sell something of mine. Yeah. It doesn't feel salesy though. Right. Like I'll read a testimony. 
I'll give an inside peek. I'll talk about how something helped me or, and sometimes it is a straight sale, but every time, cause I know they need it and you know that they need it. Right. And if they don't need it, they can fast forward. Right. So that's how I'd monetize that food, health and movement. Does that feel good to you? Yes. Okay. What about community? Because I thought about starting my own Facebook group for like the podcast, but at the same time, I also like, I don't want another thing. That sounds horrible, but you know, it's a great way to connect with them and, you know, provide other resources there. But I'm kind of like, what would I talk about? Like just post like, Oh, did you hear this from the show this week? And it never hurts you to have the Facebook group. Are you funneling people to an email list yet? Yes. Okay. So that's obviously most important. Mm -hmm. Getting them onto the, and that's in your show notes every time, like get my self-care tips, top three tips for self-care in five minutes or less. Like you said, like whatever your freebie is, Mm -hmm. getting them in there. But if you also collect them in a Facebook group, here's the funny thing. I've just been collecting people in a group for like seven years. Well, there's 3000 people in there. And like, I didn't ever, I didn't really do much with it, but the beauty is certain people are Facebook people. Certain people are email people. Mm -hmm. Certain people are podcast people. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to miss out on my Facebook women. When I do have a launch of something, they already know who I am. They already listen to my show, but maybe they're the Facebook people. And so when I go in there and I do a quick live, or I do want to do some engagement, I'm trying to be better about engagement posts, asking questions, driving community, there was like a good six months. I did literally nothing in there. And you know, it self-sustains people post stuff sometimes each other. Well, and I can see that as the third tier, like, Oh, community friendship. Oh, did you know I have my own Facebook group where you can, you know, connect with other women looking to connect with other women. Exactly. And, and to collaborate on self-care and brainstorm and a form of loving yourself is finding meaningful relationships. And it's lonely being a mom. And so, yeah, we look to the internet and we look to like-minded women that are, if you're listening to this podcast, there's probably someone just like you listening to it in another state. Why don't we collaborate? Mm -hmm. So I think it can't hurt you to set up the Facebook group. And then maybe a couple times a week, Emily, you do a prompt or a quick something of like, how can you drive self-care and how can you drive community and friendship? And so you might ask leading questions like, ladies, what did you do for self-care today? What's one way you can improve in your self-care this week? Make a promise to the group. Like use it as almost this accountability group for the podcast listeners. Mm -hmm. And the beauty too of a Facebook group is you can put a pin post up there too that has like, here's the podcast with all the free things. Here's the checklist. Join the email list. And did you know, here's the ways you can work with me. And you've got a list right there in the group. I don't add people to my group. They find it through the podcast. So they already know who I am and they're looking for more. And so you're, they're almost like your perfect market that are ready to buy. So you have it right there up in the show, the pinned boop, boop, boop. So yes, I guess my answer is, yeah, you need a Facebook group. Yeah. (laughs) So with this whole 30 group I'm doing this month, like I said, I'm hosting it through Kajabi and they made their own free community and they have an app that that they just created as well. So I was like, sweet, because I would always host it in Facebook and like, you know, the posts get lost. And I was like, I'm going to do it through Kajabi because maybe that'll be more interactive because they won't get all the clutter of Facebook. Well, it's just, they've totally not been interactive because they're like, and I've asked them, I was like, why haven't you been so interactive? They're like, well, it's not on Facebook. And I'm just like, 
because everyone kept saying, oh, we're tired of Facebook groups. I was like, I am too. Let's try something, a different platform. And no. I think the benefit of Facebook is that we all, even if we're annoyed with Facebook, we get in there once a day to see what's up. We're already in it. And then if there's something we're interested in that pops up as an alert, we will go look. So it's almost like instead of having to do a pull system of like, you've got to log in somewhere, check with this membership community and it's a push system where it's like, oh, it's on, it's right in front of my face. I'm for sure going to look at it. And then when they're already interested in you, it's even that much more easy. So I've had that same experience. All right. So like right now on my Instagram, I have myself as Whole30 Coach, self-care expert. And right now it's just like, hey, I help women stop dieting. Okay. So then I help women customize simple, sustainable self-care routines through food and health transformation, mindfulness, and enhancing community and friendship. So it's almost like who, what, and then how is all, that's one sentence in this bio. So you can cut out free resources in my course, cut that out. And then you can still leave your hashtag whole 30 if you want at the end, because really what we want to do is we just want to drive them to the podcast, right? Right. Like that's the goal because everybody starts with free, everyone. So I'm going, yes, we have resources and courses, but if I'm talking to an engaged audience, they already know that because they listen to the podcast. But if I want to grab a new interest, I want to send them to the podcast because they're going to hear about my courses, my programs, my membership groups, my email list, all in the podcast while they learn, while they start to trust me. Like my podcast is the most insane funnel for everything that I do. So anytime I'm talking about anything, it's listen to the episode, go to the podcast, learn about this free, free, grow, let me serve you, which is my goal. And then those 15% of those women that go, but now what? They can go to my website. It's all right there. There's many different options for them in one place. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I was like, okay, I need to rebrand this Instagram page. Yeah. And it's good. It's close. You're super close. And then with your bubbles, I love that you have testimonials right in there already. And just make sure you've got these four categories as a bubble as well, Emily. You could have coaching and then a course bubble. So what I did is I have a course bubble. All my students have testimonies in there. I have a sneak peek of my course and my highlight. I have got information on how to get started. So like if someone's already knows me, they go to my highlights and go, I want to know about her courses. There's a highlight for that. There you go. Mm -hmm. And there's a highlight for coaching. And I have all my coaching students are posting stuff and saying how our session went and I'm asking for testimonies all the time and those will go in there so that someone's curious about me, they go listen, or maybe I can put my coaching episodes from the show and talk about those in that highlight as well, which brings me to for your mindfulness and community friendship one. I think for right now, you're really promoting your self-care coaching. Mm -hmm. What if you had self-care coaching live on the podcast? Mm. What if you did like a mini set, mini sessions and you said, Hey, I'm going to do 20 minutes with you for free. And you grab a couple people just to get them on the show. And there we have it. There was so much more where that came from, but I just wanted to give you guys a taste of 
pivoting inside of an existing brand, fine-tuning a podcast, and then of course, more talk about passive income and course creation because I believe that each and every one of you has a special gift inside of you and a way to go deeper with your listeners and with your audience, even if you are new. There is a way for you to make a profit by guiding your audience at an implementation level, right? At a deeper level, taking people from trust tier one, which is your podcast, your Facebook groups, your Pinterest, into trust tier two, which is a $500 price point or below, coaching, an entry-level course, etc. Again, that is what I do. I coach women just like you on clarity, on passive course creation, and on podcasting. So if you need help with that, let's do a coaching session because your greatest breakthrough is just inches away. I promise you, so often my clients are sitting on the on the gold. They just can't seem to strategize to get the next steps clearly laid out, or maybe it's the how-to or the verbiage or the copy that's keeping them stuck, and I know that I can help you with all of those things. Support at stephaniegass.com. It's time. It's your time. I'm going to leave you with a prayer right now, sisters. I, I know we are all in a moment in time that seems to be standing still. I know that we are all feeling a heavy weight with what's going on in the world. I know that between quarantine and Black Lives Matter and all of the political things going on and the news, the world we live in right now seems to be crumbling. But I want to remind you of one solid fact, one thing that we know for sure, and that is that God is on the throne and that God has called us to love each other. And I believe, sisters, that when we come together, we learn together in love, in encouragement, in patience, and in ultimate kindness. We can grow faster. We can create more awareness for each other, for equality, so that everyone can be seen and heard and felt and loved equally. And that We can grow out of our ignorance and into enlightenment, but we cannot do it by pointing fingers and in hate and in hurt, but by loving each other and encouraging. And so I pray with wherever, I pray with you, wherever you sit right now, that you reach for Jesus. Ask him to show you your own truth, your own weak spots to help you grow and be better, no matter the color of your skin. I pray that you love and enlighten with grace, that you encourage each other to speak, uh, that we encourage each other to learn, that we encourage each other to love, because that is what we are called to do, and we have to be the light. In a world full of darkness, you, you are the light. Be God's light. Be his voice. Be what he needs us to be right now more than ever, sisters. And I am here with you. I am for you. I am growing. I am learning as well. And I am not perfect, but I am willing to get uncomfortable and grow. And I am calling out to Jesus to help me, to guide me, to lead me. And I know that he will guide and lead you too. So I just wanted to share that encouragement and that reminder with you that we are here. We are one And if we just stay true to what God has asked us to be, we will get through this and we will be better for it. So I love you. I will see you back here super soon. Thanks for being with me. Thanks for being part of my sisterhood. I'm so grateful for you. 
I am so thankful. I pray over each of you all the time, more than you know, because you are the world changers. You are the light. You are the change makers. You are the way makers. You are the kingdoms, queens, and sisters and daughters of the king. And I know that you are made with a big purpose. All you got to do is start believing it, lean into it, and own it. I'll see you soon. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama Salt, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me. Because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life. Because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.